All right, I'm here with Jake from the World's Almost Finest podcast. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us where you can find uh, where you're from and where we can find all your, your stuff and uh, answer our question here. Oh, definitely. Well, the World's Almost Finest podcast, it's been running for about a year on the FNX network. Just go to fnx.network, not .com, not .org, none of that. It's fnx.network, and you can check us out. It's myself, my co-host, Josh Thomas, talking about nerdy things, geeky things, like everybody in the podcast world does, (laughs) and just uh, covering movies, comic book reviews, the basic stuff. We just try and cover everything we can. Nice, right on. So uh, we've been asking this question to everyone. Uh, what do you What do you got for us? Oh, you know how hard this question is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's very open to people's imaginations and stuff. Oh yeah. Honestly, thinking about it, I mean, who's why couldn't I just be Superman? When you think right? about it, I look back. I mean, I look around right now. I'm trying to find prices to travel somewhere, and it's costing a lot of money to get on a plane to fly. If I could just jump in the sky and say, hey, I'm here in five seconds, that would be amazing. Exactly. It's insane. And think about all the convention coverage you could do for for your stuff And if you were Superman. that's It's insane. That alone. Exactly. And rocking a blue suit with a red cape. I mean, I know they say capes are kind of out now and everything, but I don't think so. I'll rock a cape anywhere, anytime. Capes Absolutely. Amazing. <laughs> and I know Josh, my co-host, I know he's going to say The Flash. That's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, but here's the thing: the only thing with Josh, oh, but the Flash can run fast. Yeah, Superman's got that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'd have to go with Superman just for this the fact that it would save me a lot on airfare. Nice. That's a, that's a good economical choice. That's a good. That's a good. I, I like your style. Uh, how do you feel about Batman v Superman coming out? By the way, Batman versus Superman is going to be a beast. I'll tell you, you that. So? Nice. I think it's going to be a beast. I think that's why Marvel and Sony and all of them are staying away from the San Diego this year. Uh, I did not really put that together. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Because I knew that they were all skipping it. I thought they were just being like, okay, well, we, we're we here. We, you know, I thought yeah. they were just being kind of cocky about it. But wow. Yeah. I didn't really consider that. Well, that's the fun thing is that everybody's like, oh, they're skipping because they're trying to make D23 big or something because the Disney thing. I don't think so. I think you'll see Marvel TV, but when it comes to movies, everybody knows Batman versus Superman is going to be the, one of the biggest movies of next year. Yeah, absolutely. Even if even if it's not that good, I was not personally. I wasn't a big fan of Man of Steel. So even if even if the even if the new one isn't that good, it's still. I mean, it's still going to just demolish everything in its path. Yeah, and Man of Steel. That's neither here nor there. You know, yeah. there's everybody likes it, everybody hates it. I'm indifferent on it. I mean, it's a new take, but yeah, at the same time, I didn't like, oh, everybody knows him as Kal-El before they know him as Superman. Oh, right. Lois finds out right off the bat. <laughs> okay, that kind of takes away some of the magic and the fun from it, but I think in this one, I like the fact that they're trying to say um, he's not really a hero and touch on the, he killed a guy, you know. Yeah. He uh, caused all this destruction, and who's going to pay for this? That was a barren wasteland. It really was. It was just, it was almost to the point where it was just sensory overload for me. I was like, uh, okay. But, yeah, that yeah, that's, I'm really excited for them to kind of kind of go that route with it. Exactly. And when it comes, I just hope it's not going to be the destruction-filled thing like Man of Steel was. Because I pointed this out in one of our episodes. People, they, Hollywood always wants to say it's a big fight, it's a battle. You want to see the destruction. 
guess what? The best fights of Dragon Ball Z was in an open field somewhere with no <laughs> buildings around, and we loved it even more. Yeah, it's. it's I'm hoping that it that there will be there will be like a, an, I don't know, a, a, like low key kind of kind of direction that these blockbusters go to because it's just it's getting to. It's like they're competing to see how many pixels they can generate for, for a big uh, set piece. And it's like they're kind of sacrificing at times some good story and character development in, in, in favor of that. And it's just not, not the way that I like my entertainment. So, exactly. so hopefully, that they, hopefully they can put out a good product next year. Exactly. I'm really hoping it. I know everybody's got their trepidation on Ben Affleck. Yeah. Uh, and rightfully so. But... From what I've seen, at least of the costume itself, it's the closest looking comic book Batman we've ever seen. Nice. The gray costume, I'm not big on the giant logo, but that's just me. Right, right. But, you know, we'll see. Yep. I, it, it should be good. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it is. Well, I'll let you get back to your booth because we're, we're <laughs> yeah, this is the last day and everyone's kind of kind of going a little crazy. So, oh, yeah, yeah, well, it was great chatting with you and uh, thanks for thanks for. Being a, an awesome uh, booth neighbor. <laughs> oh, not a problem. Thank you guys, too. I mean, you guys have helped us out. This is our first time here this year. Oh, yeah? yeah. Nice. This is our first convention for not only us as a podcast, but the FNX Network in general. And we're trying to we're trying to push the world's almost finest. There's Top 5 Geek, which is a really good geek podcast, and they cover a lot of gaming and everything. Josh Murgatroyd, they were here the last couple of days, too, but they right. took off. There's Russell Radio Australia, Live from the Armory. So many different. The, I think there's the Q film cast, which is these guys who do a podcast talking about what's on their Q on Netflix. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff on the FNX network, and you can check it out, especially World's Almost Finest, where a certain podcast host for this podcast might be appearing in the future. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. That was, and you can find all that at FNX.network? Yes. FNX.network. Nice. Dot, dot network. That is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we were kind of in the same boat last year. We this Last year was our first ever convention for anything. It was, like, about a year into actually podcasting, and we were kind of like, all right, well, it'll be fun, but hopefully it'll, you know, hopefully we don't hate it or anything, but... It's it becomes kind of uh, kind of addicting. It's, it's an addictive experience, and just the energy of the convention floor is just oh, yeah. it's insane. And the money you can just blow here is just out of this world. Uh, I showed up here with a full wallet. I'm going home with a wallet that looks like it's been on the Atkins diet or something for a long time. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yep, we've all been there before. Oh yeah. So, all right. Well, it was great chatting with you, man, and uh, exactly. hopefully you have a good rest of the convention. Oh, uh, we plan to, and you guys as well. Thank you very much. This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. And the air conditioning just kicked on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to uh, the latest episode of the Obsessive Viewer Podcast, where a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be a genre, trope, movie, or show. Every episode, you can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com, find the blog at obsessiveviewer.com, and subscribe to our brand new subreddit uh, at reddit.com slash r slash 
obsessive viewer. I guess I could have just said r slash obsessive viewer. Um, yeah, so uh, so we're doing just a brief like wrap up of Indie PopCon 2015, and we're going to then we're I'm gonna we're gonna go right into our booth recordings that we had over the weekend. Um, but first, Tiny, I started a subreddit. Have you visited it or subscribed to it or anything? I have not. I've been at it. It's it is currently the fifth of July, right? And so I've just been out of town all weekend, and like I had spotty cell signal all weekend, so. Didn't have my computer with me. A likely story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the yeah. So I mean, I don't know. That was kind of a. It was a kind of a spur of the moment thing that I, I did. I I don't know what'll come of it, but I mean, if anyone listening wants to subscribe to it and interact with us in a new way, that's it's a good way for them to do that. Totes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically. Uh, we one week ago today <laughs> we were at indie popcon 2015 and uh man that was a fun weekend <laughs> it was yeah like like we've got a bunch of booth recordings and stuff of people that visited our booth and everything you can find the last couple episodes we've released we did uh uh last week's episode was our interview with john graham and we did uh uh, booth recordings with people that had stuff for prom- to promote, and then uh, the episode before that was our Billy and Brandon episode. So this is just like all of our booth attendees, and man, there was a lot of people there. <laughs> yeah, there were. Yeah, what were your just thoughts on this year's PopCon, just overall, Tiny? Uh, I was really impressed because um, I-, I was initially a little worried about how uh, what the numbers were going to be like, and I, I was. I would have been fine with them staying the same, but I was worried it was going to be like substantially less numbers, like much fewer people would come. Um, but I'm so glad to say I was wrong because I mean it was even it was noticeably bigger than last year, way bigger than last year. Um, and you know, kudos to the the people who organized that convention and choose all the guests and get everything set in motion and plan everything. They did a fantastic job because it was. It was fantastic. It was it was great, just like last year was. Yeah, it it was very very much bigger. Uh, words. Um, <laughs> no, it was much much bigger, and you know I don't like. I was a little nervous too going into it, and I think it's more just the uh, the fact that like I'm 29 now. My birthday was Friday, by the way, uh, which I kind of like. It was. <sighs> I kind of I really underestimated the appeal of the YouTubers that they got because last year they got like a lot of really like kind of really big name people like a couple of people from Game of Thrones, uh, uh, people from Battlestar Galactica, stuff like that. And this this year they kind of they had some they had some big big name guests and everything, but it was very much the YouTubers that brought in all the people. And that was kind of a big surprise to me because I didn't, I just, I didn't expect that kind of reception, honestly. And I think that that's more just me being kind of out of touch <laughs> with, uh, with the damn kids these days. <laughs> but I mean, that was huge. Like we had people, like we had people at our, at our booth that like, there was one, one girl that came uh, from Arkansas uh, just to see Markiplier, yeah, and I was like, "Holy crap! That's that's it's insane! It's, I mean, it's great, uh, great for them and everything, but I mean, you know, I feel like maybe we we did not uh, 
I think we may have shot ourselves in the foot by doing an audio only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was insane. It was very it was very impressive, very just big scale, big scope. And what I appreciated about it was that it was very much a focus on the YouTubers and everything, but they still they still had a lot of attention on like the podcasters and the, and the smaller creators and stuff. Like I love that the layout was uh, the vendors right out the, the vendors and then behind the vendors uh, between the vendors and the uh, podcasters and, and the autograph section was Internet Alley where we were. So I kind of like that that it was set up with the intention of getting good um, overflow from the YouTubers, I guess. Yeah, um, and I thought that I, I thought it was just a blast and I was so I was so pleasantly surprised. and I was very happy for the organizers and everything because i mean it was it was a big success they said that the uh i think they had like twenty one thousand people total and uh they had anticipated a lot of people in uh at the door but those expectations for tickets at the door were uh the amount of tickets sold at the door exceeded their expectations for tickets at the door by about 300 percent wow yeah which is huge and and there's been a lot of like whispers online and stuff about how like people were upset about it about not being able to meet the YouTubers and everything but I mean the amount of work that those that the YouTubers themselves put in that weekend is just insane like they were sitting there all day and they had like 30 second about 30 second like spots with with the fans like the entire day I was talking to one of the uh volunteers there and they were saying that they that the YouTubers probably were working like 25 hours throughout, uh, throughout the whole weekend. Jeez. And it was, it was just incredible. And like, they didn't expect that big of a, a big of a reception either. Like the YouTubers, they, they've done conventions before. I think Markiplier did like, did like packs or, or some big convention, like I think in California or something. And that like, they poured a lot of money into the promotion for that. And they didn't get nearly as big a numbers as Popcon did. And Popcon, PopCon was successful based a lot on word of mouth and stuff. So, I mean, that's just, it's great. It's great that the second year of PopCon was such a success and kind of, I feel like it cemented them as, as a, even more so than last year, it cemented them as a, a, a very legitimate and uh, successful convention. Without question. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, just, well, also just to like, Real quickly to like mm-hmm. kind of thank all those PopCon people and everyone who volunteered over the weekend yeah. because we had uh, someone who emailed us several times leading up to the convention and then mm-hmm. she was actually there and she came and talked to us like each day and yeah, asked, uh, asked us if we needed anything. Her name was Leslie, right? Leslie from uh, Kirk Confirm, yeah. She was, yeah. She, she put together the podcaster stuff. Yeah, that was, and she, she, was not, she was great. She was very... Uh, very easy to talk to about if like we didn't have any problems, but if we did, we, I mean, I wouldn't have hesitated to say anything just because it was so, the environment was so, uh, so good there. Right. And same thing with, uh, Mike who, who kind of basically ran the podcaster stage. Yeah. Was, he did great. Great. Oh yeah. 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 Um, also before we get on to, to the next stage of this, of this thing, um, we announced, uh, Sharktober in Irvington too. 
Yes, we did. Yeah, I meant to kind of promote it at the top of the episode, but um, yeah, for those listening, if you are familiar with uh, Shocktober in Irvington, last year we did an event at the Irving Theater in Irvington to benefit the Irvington Historical Society, where we screened short films from local filmmakers and uh, had kind of a Q&A session with them and all that stuff. So this year we are doing it again, October 16th, 2015. You can find more information in the months to come or in the weeks to come at shocktoberinirvington.com. And, uh, you know, we hope to see everyone there. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. Me too. I'm, I'm really excited. We're going to focus more on the short films because last year we did uh, the feature. We, we showed uh, Night of the Living Dead. And uh, this year we're just going to do just, just short films. And I think that's going to be – I have really, really high hopes for it. So Me, me too. Yeah. So don't let us down, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, so – Back to PopCon. We – let's see. Uh, favorite moments. Uh, do you mind if I go first? Because I have like one favorite moment that I really want to talk about. Of course. Okay. Um, by far probably the the coolest thing to happen at PopCon was on – I think it was Friday. Um, a guy came up to the booth. Um, and if he's listening, I'm, I, I hope that I get the name right, but it's Andy. Andy, yeah. Um, yeah, and he he came up and he just basically said like, "Hey, I've been listening to you guys for uh, about the for the past year because because uh, uh, he met us at PopCon last year and he just like he came by and just told us that he really liked the show and and all that and he came to our uh, uh, podcaster stage time with Billy and Brandon and like it was it was just really it was really cool to have someone like that I I I. I didn't like to have someone I don't know come up and say, Hey, I really like the thing that you do. It's like, it was so not, not necessarily validating, but it was just really cool. It was, it was just really, really awesome. And like, he even said that he bought, he blind bought the, uh, the complete series of the shield, uh, based on our recommendations. So I hope he's not, I hope he doesn't get disappointed <laughs> when he watches <laughs> it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that was, that was by far the coolest thing to happen because i really i really like when we hear things from like listeners and stuff like that's that's just the coolest thing in the world so uh speaking of which check out reddit um r slash obsessive viewer um yeah so that was that was really cool that was that was definitely the highlight of the weekend for me yeah yeah and you know that's without question that was my favorite moment too um because that's not happened before. I mean, someone like Matt, basically just echoing what Matt said, someone told me that I like what you do and like you've put so much work into this one thing and I've gotten enjoyment out of it. That's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, oh, yeah. Nothing like that's ever happened to me before. So that was my favorite. But also uh, one of my other favorites was um, when we interviewed John Graham from uh, Independent Show and mm. Fidget Press. Uh, that was just so cool. I, oh, yeah. I just... I respect what he does so much because he's he's just such a, a a pure artist. You know, he's in this because it's fun, and uh, he he has his independent show and his own press company, if you will, mm-hmm. um, because he thinks it's fun and he enjoys helping people uh, achieve their dreams and 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 get their art published and stuff like that. Um, and it just turns out that he's like a really cool guy too. He's just yeah. fun to have any conversation with. Um, and I like I like the stuff 
stuff he's made. I, I kind of flipped through. I bought a couple of his books, and I've been flipping mm-hmm. through them. I haven't, like I said, I've been gone all weekend, and I started a new job last week, so I was right. like kind of out of it. Um, but I flipped through the stuff that he's published, and it's just really creative and fun. It's it's really good work. Yeah, I read through the uh, the zombie uh, the the uh, the the mm-hmm. that he referenced, and I I bought it at the booth too. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's just it it really is fun. It's a lot of good. Um, it reminds me of the times that I, the the countless hours that I've spent just imagining what uh, what a good holdup for the zombie apocalypse would be. And it's just it's a lot of fun. It's good to know that someone else has put that much thought into it as well. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. another validating experience. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and also uh, something something that was another another thing that was really cool about the whole weekend was it happened beforehand, like. Like last year when we when we went, it was it was our first ever convention. It was the first time we like you know did anything with the podcast to that scale, and I mean like I I was under a ton of stress um, just in the lead up to last year's PopCon, like getting the business cards ready, getting the banner ready, getting everything squared away, and taking it way too seriously, and kind of forgetting to have fun with it. And then this year was just a very di- different experience because we had everything set up uh it, it was just an overall more positive experience just in the lead up to it but i remember last year when we did the podcaster stage uh when we had our block on the podcaster stage i remember like specifically remember after coming off of the coming off the stage after interviewing chick mcgee and having having that hour on there i remember thinking like i want to do this more i want like i mm-hmm. want to do like this, this is something I want to do more of. And then this year we were fortunate enough to basically, and this was kind of incredible because Billy and Brandon watch movies. They're going to have a, uh, a short for this year's Shocktober in Irvington again. And, uh, so basically I had called, I'd called Dale, the theater owner at the Irving on Thursday and locked down the date for Shocktober in Irvington. I think it was Thursday. And like the second that I hung up the phone with him, uh, Brandon sent me a message on Facebook saying, hey, we have time on the podcast stage on Friday. Um, we don't have a podcast, so if you want, you can just interview us and, and release it as an episode of Obsessive Viewer. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So we did that, and we had a great time talking to them. And then and then we had – so Friday – that was Friday. And then Saturday we had our time on the stage with, with John Graham, which was fantastic. And then Sunday, I thanks to uh, – Thanks to Matt Quiet from Nerds Domain, he put my name in for to be on a panel for about podcasting and how how you, how you, we got started podcasting and stuff. So I was on a panel on Sunday, and then Sunday evening, uh, like an hour before the hall closed, the the guys at Linear Radio they had time on the podcast stage and they asked me to be a guest on it. So like I like it was very exhausting, but it was so satisfying to be able to do that that much with the convention. Um, and that, it was just a blast. I, I really enjoyed it. Me too. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I can't really say add to that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was yeah. I, I'm just glad that we got we we got a chance to do more. Um, that we that we just got a chance to do more because I, I really enjoy that that stuff. Yeah. Um. So let's see what time is it? Okay. Well, I should probably we should probably wrap this up pretty soon. Um, okay. Uh, so we we asked everyone a question 
at our booth, and you'll hear the responses in the booth recordings and and in last week's episode. But basically, we asked people, and I, I you know, Tiny, did you come up with this question before? I think I did, and then you added to it. Yeah, yeah, because because like that was like I said, I wasn't, I was purposely not stressing out over this at all. But then I was like, well, what 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 question are we gonna ask? And like I spent. I'd spent a lot of time trying to think of a question because last year we asked people what their favorite movie or TV show was, which was which was a fine question. We got a lot of good responses, but I kind of wanted something different. So like I was thinking of a question, I couldn't come up with anything, and then I put in the pod chat. I was like, "Hey, what should we ask?" And then like thinking like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna spend like an hour brainstorming, and we're gonna come up with something after a while." And then and then you just said like, "Oh, why don't we ask what what uh, what character or universe they'd want to be?" <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> That is genius. That is perfect. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So good job. So Thank you. yeah. So we asked people what uh, their what fictional uh, movie or TV character they would want to be, or what fictional universe they would want to be a part of. Um, that was our question for the weekend, and I figured that um, before we get to the actual, you know. Uh, booth recordings and stuff, I figured it would be apt for us to answer it ourselves. Um, yeah, so, uh, Tiny, what fictional character would you want to be, or what fictional universe would you want to be a part of? Well, uh, my answer kind of answers both nice. uh, questions, uh, character and universe, because I would be Doctor Who. <laughs> nice. I would be the Doctor. Um Specifically the Tenth Doctor because David Tennant, I think, is – well, I know he's my favorite and I think he's the best Doctor mm. that I've seen. Um, and I liked his relationship with Rose as his first and probably most memorable companion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I mean well, I don't think I need to defend that, defend that very much. He's, right. he's He can regenerate himself and he can travel through time and he's an alien. Um, what's not to love? <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's a really good answer. I kind of wish yeah. I would have thought to thought to do that one. And we got <laughs> we got a few really good uh, doctor answers too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and uh, so good answer, good answer. Thank you. Um, as for me, oh boy, <laughs> this is it's tough. It, uh-huh. uh, it's not like I've had time to think about it. Um, <laughs> I I have had a lot of time to think about it. Um, right. My go-to response would be probably something along the lines of I, I would want to be – and this is more indicative of things that I've been watching recently. I don't know how much this will hold up over time. But I think that being a part of like the Star Trek universe would be just amazing in terms of the exploration and the the sense of – or the, or the scale of the exploration, like like the original the original series. Granted, I haven't seen anything past uh, the second episode of the se- season three of the original series, but just that sense of like humanity being at, at a place where we have uh, space exploration, we have missions that are specifically out there to explore the universe and different. Uh, different cultures of alien races and stuff. Um, just, just the idea of having humanity at that, at that place in the universe and that, that place in time is just really something that I am very attracted to um, because I would love it if human beings were, you know, uh, <laughs> were like uh, 
more into space exploration because you know right now we're kind of not <laughs> absolutely yeah. that's a good answer yeah I, I, you know thank you and I, it was kind of between that and Firefly for kind of the same reasons but I mean with Firefly it's it's more on the ragtag side of things right. and I haven't and I don't have it like I haven't watched it lately to kind of really uh form an eloquent opinion about why I would want to be in that universe. So. Uh, I see. Well, you know, the name Kirk and Hurt sound very similar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. I mean, you're basically the captain of a ship already. Yeah, essentially, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's, what I would, that's what I would choose. Cool. Um, and then real quick, just a couple minutes, do you want to just do a quick round of potpourri just to have something for the listeners who don't probably, like, who aren't local to Indianapolis and probably don't have much interest in Indie PopCon? Sure. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So you want to go? Yeah. Uh, I recently finally watched uh, a film from a year or two ago called Stalingrad. Uh, nice. And that's that's a time in history, a, a battle of history that I'm very interested in. Um, and... To make it even better, uh, the film was directed by uh, arguably the most successful Russian filmmaker of all time. Uh, I referenced him in a past episode. His name is uh, Fedor Bondarchuk. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, he um, did that. Um, oh, crap. What was it? It was another war movie, uh, yeah. but it was about the Afghanistan war in the 80s that Russia was in. Okay. Uh, it's called Ninth Company. That's right. Yeah. And I, I own that on Blu-ray. That's a nice, magnificent film. It's so good. Um, and so I was really excited for Stalingrad because it's, a, like again, a battle that I'm super interested in. And he just nailed perfectly the uh, camaraderie in Ninth Company. Mm. And I was just so looking forward to it. And I, I finally watched it. I, I, I blind bought the Blu-ray because nice. I, I was just super excited for it. Um, and it turned out to be uh, just kind of okay. Really? Yeah, I was a little bit, huh. a little bit let down. Um, I think he... I just wasn't crazy about um, how rushed it was. Uh, I thought it would be a little bit more comprehensive on the Battle of Stalingrad itself, but mm-hmm. it was very localized to just like one or two days. Um, for those who don't know, that battle took place over, I want to say like four or five hundred days. It's one of the Jeez. longest battles ever. Wow. Yeah. And so he just kind of focused on like two or three days of time and and you know that's that's okay i i get that but i was just hoping for something a little different um with such a grand title like that i I was hoping it would focus on right on on a bigger scale um but it was still uh absolutely gorgeous his filmmaking capabilities are i mean he's on the same level as like a ridley scott or um I, I don't know, another action director. Um, nice. Take your pick. The, the guy is just, he's hes in that upper class of incredible uh, filmmakers, in my opinion, anyways. Um, it looked it looked gorgeous. Uh, so there, there's that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just a little bit let down story-wise and, and structure-wise, but uh, still definitely worth checking out. It's it, its not overly long. It's just about two hours. So huh. um, its it was good. Nice. Well, that's cool. Good in certain respects, not good in others, but right. <laughs> I think I still think people should see it. Nice. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. I referenced on my segment on the Nerds You're Looking For podcast from their Popcorn episode. I referenced that I was watching uh, the RoboCop movies. 
Um, I watched the first two at the time of that recording, and since then I've watched the third one. Uh, really fun first movie. The the original is just a blast. It's a uh, very like very violent and very grimy, but it's it's a lot of good uh, satire and uh, just. It's it's a really fun movie is is the best way I can use to describe it. Sequels not so much. It's it, they kind of uh, they don't capture that anything that made the first one uh, so great. Um, yeah, so I, and I'm looking forward to checking out the remake. I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and then and then real briefly, I'll also say that I watched the series premiere of Scream. Uh, which I'm going to be doing a weekly review series on the on the blog for. Um, Scream is on MTV. It's a sort of. It's not in the canon of the Scream movies. I guess it's it takes place. It doesn't take place in. Uh, oh my God! Why why can't I think of the town in in Scream? I can't think of it. Oh my God! <sighs> Woodsboro. 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 I'm so glad I didn't have to Google that. Anyway, um, anyway, so it doesn't take place in Woodsboro like Scream. It doesn't have any real connection to Scream. It doesn't even have the ghost face mask of Scream. Uh, but what it has is just a group of really unlikable characters <laughs> in a town called Lakewood. It's a bunch of teenagers that basically the first episode is a mixed bag. It has It has characters that are just really unlikable. They have um, it opens with with a, a video of the, of a girl making out with another girl that's gone viral. That, um, that it's like a big like scandal in the school and everything. So then, one of the people that or two of the people that were instrumental in making the video viral are killed by um, the killer in the show. And there's two things about that. One. None of the other characters seem to care at all that the that their classmate and friend, are, like that they reference being in the same Facebook group chat with. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They don't really seem to care that she's dead, um, or that the other one is missing. It, it's it's just really, it's really sloppy writing. And in uh, there are a couple scenes that pay homage to the original movie and to the the original franchise, the movie franchise. But it doesn't. It just doesn't resonate with me at all. Like in in the original Scream and in the original Scream movies, there's something about um, Kevin Williamson's writing that really, really punctuates how how passionate these characters are about movies and about horror movies and stuff. None of that is in in Scream the TV series. Like there's a scene in the classroom where. The teacher says some really hackneyed thing about how, oh yeah, you know, horror is on TV all the time. Like there's, there's Hannibal, there's Bates Motel, there's, um, uh, 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 Walking Dead and stuff. And then, and then, uh, and then one character who I really hope gets killed off like next week. I I hate this guy. He's like, uh, Michael Myers and Halloween and and uh, uh Friday the Thirteenth. And then the kind of Randy character. Kind of goes into this whole spiel. It's like those are slasher movies, though. Slasher movies don't work on TV. After the first, after the first death, it's it's a bloodbath from there. And it's like I like that character. I can reson, I can, I can find a resonance with that character. But I think that's just piggybacking off of my love for Randy in the in the original movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. Um, I will say the other thing about the about the opening kill is that. The gore is is kind of nice. <laughs> it's kind nice. of funny that. That 
I wouldn't say it's more gory than the movies, but it's kind of funny that a cable TV show uh, can manage to be like it has a potential to be almost outgoring the the movies. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and it's not really that gorific or anything, but it's just I don't know. It has a potential to be. Um, yeah, you cool. can find my review of it in the show notes and on obsessiveviewer.com slash scream. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with it, at least of, least of all, just to see how much fun it'll be to kind of guess who the killer is through every episode. But uh-huh. I don't know. It'll It'll be probably a chore, but it'll be interesting. I do think that the premise of it, like the idea of having a slasher movie play out over a TV series – um, or at least a season of TV could work really well. I just I think the potential is there. I just don't think that they've really capitalized on it the way that uh, I would have liked. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So okay. Well, we got to run. My nephew has a birthday party, and I'm I bought him a uh, a T Rex from <laughs> like a Jurassic World T Rex that I'm gonna give to him along with a. A strongly worded essay on why he shouldn't like Jurassic World and he should continue liking Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> not really. He's four, by the way. Um, nice. Yeah. So anyway, so we're basically going to go into the booth recordings of the weekend, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Next week, we're going to have a. Uh, I think we're going to take a week off from recording, and we're going to kind of go into our archives. And we have an. We actually have an episode that is uh, that we recorded with Mike. It's a Vault Movies episode that we're going to release uh, before he took his sabbatical. Um, so look forward to that, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. And again, check out our slash obsessive viewer. I have high hopes for that. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, here's the booth recordings. Brothers. The brothers. <laughs> the brothers. The brothers. Oh, God. Um, the guy you guys are interviewing in your podcast, anyway. Uh, the he, he's a promoter, like a uh, one of the organizers of the independent show. That's a a local like creative hive mind kind of thing where they kind of spur creativity and promote like independent publishing and stuff like that. Gotcha. He, he was right down good. here, like a couple yeah. booths over from us. He's cool. So, all right, well, we're here with the Feckus brothers. Uh, Frequent guest on the podcast, Robert Feckus and his brother Peter, who you've never been on the pod- podcast. I've never been invited. I'd love to be on. Uh, no, it's awkward. Blame Robert. I've, I've texted Robert several times, Peter, I swear. So, so you're here at PopCon, uh, and we're asking the question right here. And uh, if you guys want to go ahead and answer it, uh, that would be fantastic. Probably should have told you about it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I have to have the awkward silence. Of yeah, right. Well. Hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be Toby. Not to Batman so far. Like, I'd be Batman. And I know you're. Like, you want you, you want to watch your parents die? <laughs> existence where all you do is like beat people up and sure billionaire though I did not yeah, do but... that wrong when they said that I said <laughs> you want a lot of gadgets <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're a big Superman fan correct so I am something there yeah I don't know uh, you want to watch your parents die or... there's a whole lot of, <laughs> like all of these like everything so far involves like social responsibility like, I, I, I really I got mine okay go alright so Robert I would definitely have to go with Iron Man. 
for a number of reasons. One, he's got an awesome suit with all kinds of gadgets. He can fly wherever he wants to. Two, he has some of the best alcohol money could buy because he's rich. He has an awesome house in Malibu and everywhere else. And I would choose the pre-relationship with Pepper Potts version of Iron Man because he pulls some amazing tale, and I could be a fan of that. <laughs> very nice, very nice. That's from the happily married Robert <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you got something? I do. I actually was going to say Iron Man because, I mean, basically my 20s were, you know, me as Tony Stark, minus the billions of dollars, just drinking and fornicating my way through the world. But, like I said to Matt before I came on, uh, any superhero involves, like, a bit of social responsibility. I have to go out and actually work. So I decided I'd like to be Vincent Chase from Entourage. All he has is good looks. He has absolutely no talent. He barely works. And all that happens is women throw themselves at him. He drinks and parties. And he basically lives the exact life I want, which is why I am ashamed to admit I'm a very big Entourage fan. Just because I watch it and there's 30 minutes where I look at that and I'm like, I just wish that were my life. So I would be Vincent Chase. Plus, I'd have a douchebag brother, which I already do. So. Ah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, my uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks, guys. All right, to start out, uh, start out. Tell us what your name is and where you're from. Uh, Cody Bingham from Lexington, Kentucky. Okay, cool. And uh, did you want to tell us which character you wanted to be, or like what your favorite movie is, what your favorite show is? Favorite movie. Okay, so what's your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time, hands down, Jaws. Nice, good choice. Why do you like it so much? Uh, the buildup of a creature that we're not entirely sure of what it looks like and its size and what the, the capacity it has to destroy us because we think we're the dominant ones uh, is really awesome and uh, a good experience. Awesome. That's a great reason. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So, so this is our first guest to the booth at Indie PopCon 2015. Uh, why don't you tell us our, your name and where you're from? I'm Veronica from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Awesome. Well, welcome to PopCon, uh, the Veronica. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm horrible with names. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, so uh, welcome to, you're one of the VIPs also. Yes. So you're here, like you got early access to the uh, exhibitor Creature hall. creator. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So what we're doing this year for PopCon is we're asking people what, uh, what fictional character from a movie or TV show they would want to be or what fictional universe would they, like, would they prefer to be in, um, would they want to be in and, and why. So uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a tough call, but, uh, but what's your answer? <laughs> okay, um, thinking about it, I don't want to be in anything horrific just because I'm black and I'm, I would be the first one killed. Or if they were to go by by sleeping with people, I would d- die because I'm a slut. So that narrows it down. I can't be in Game of Thor- Thrones because I would probably be enslaved. Um, I might survive an American Horror Story, but it would either have it would have to be the co- Coven. That's the only way I could survive. Are you trying to tell us that you're a witch? Who knows? <laughs> well, that's a fantastic answer. All right, well, well, first tell us tell us who you are and where you're from. My name's Lisa, and I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, great. And which character would you be? Bumblebee from Transformers. Very nice. Why would you choose Bumblebee and not like Optimus Prime or anyone else? Because he's more of a slow talker, learning how to adapt to the uh, American life and everything. 
I can respect that. That's cool. Good choice. Awesome. So uh, do you work for PopCon or you're a volunteer for PopCon? I'm a volunteer. I'm a volunteer. Okay, cool. Um, you having fun so far? I'm having a blast right now. Just Great. To make sure my Mogwai doesn't uh, get into the food again. Yeah, he just jumped in the candy. She had to scold him. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for stopping by. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. So first, why don't you say your name and where you're from? Uh, my name's okay. Trek, and I'm from Indianapolis. Nice, great, local. Um, so, what if you could be any movie or TV character, or in any movie or TV universe? Which would it be, and why? Um, really, that's a complicated question. But just saying the first name off the top of my head, I would be Rogue in the X Men. Very nice choice. Very nice choice. I'm really excited about the Rogue cut of Days of Future Past that's going to be coming out. Bankrupt. I already have X-Men Days of Future Past, and now I have to buy it again just so I can see what they did to Rogue. Oh, absolutely. They screwed her over in X3. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that whole franchise is just, it's kind of a mess, but I feel like Days of Future Past kind of corrected it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, they fixed, they fixed a lot of stuff from X3 and Days of Future Past, and I'm really looking forward to the new one. I'm hoping that maybe... Um, they'll uh, have Rogue show up in it again. You know, a recast Rogue, of course, because it's none of me. The younger X-Men. Because he's That's basically, right. you know, they left Wolverine basically telling Xavier to bring the X-Men together. And you know he would have mentioned Rogue as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where they go with the, with the franchise for sure. Um, sorry. Well, that was great. And uh, here, I'll get you a raffle ticket. Okay, first of all, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Rachel, and I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, if you could be any character from any TV show or, or any movie, what would you be? Uh, Jotaro Kujo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because he's cool and he fights really good, really well, and he's a marine biologist, and he stays alive for, like, the entire series, mostly. And... He's really cool, and his stand is really nice and cool. Awesome. That's a good answer. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Um, so, okay, so why don't you start out giving us your uh, name and where you're from? Um, I'm Odin. I uh, used to live in New Jersey, but now I live in Indiana, Noblesville. Um, so. Nice, nice. Well, welcome to PopCon. And uh, we're asking people what their what TV show or what fictional character yeah. they'd want to be in or what fictional universe they would want to be in. So why don't you go ahead and uh, let me know. Uh, my favorite universe, I think, would be would be uh, Pokemon because that way that way I could have my friends there with me. We could all go on Pokemon adventures. Um, my favorite Pokemon is, Pidge- is, is uh, the Pidgeot, and I, I think it would be super awesome to just fly around on Pidgeot all day around all of, you know, Pokemon world. Nice. Great answer. That's awesome. Yeah, I would definitely... I. That would be. I'd be hard pressed yeah. to find a better, better universe than one populated with that. Yeah. Because uh, you just have so many choices, of, and yeah, it would be awesome. Well, I, th- I think there are some universes that are better for single player. Like Minecraft would be cool if you're just there by yourself. But I think Pokemon is one of the best for everybody because, like, you then you all get to go on adventures. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. Well, thanks so much, Odin, and uh, I'll get you your your raffle ticket. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping by. Okay, to start out, uh, tell us what your name is and where you're from. My name is Wyatt Rhodes, and I'm from Sharpsville, Indiana. Cool, cool. All right, so did you did you figure out which character you'd want to be from what movie or TV show? I would want to be Deadpool um, from the new Deadpool movie that's getting ready to come out because he's invincible, and he's crazy and just so enthusiastic, and he's invincible. Awesome. I love the choice. Thanks a lot, man. You're welcome. 
Why don't you go ahead and tell us tell us your name and where you're from? Uh, Justin Huddleston. I'm here from Indianapolis, Indiana. Sweet. Nice to meet you, Justin. So we're asking people a uh, fictional TV or movie character they would want to be or a fictional universe they would want to be in. And uh, so what's yours? Well, the character, I'm not too sure, but the universe would be the Dragon Ball Z universe. They will, the, the ability to fly, shoot lasers out of your hands, and just kick ass every day. Hell yeah, who wouldn't want that universe? Right on, right on. That is an awesome pick. Um, I'm, admittedly, I'm not. I, I haven't really watched any uh, Dragon Ball Z or anything like that. But I know, I know. But that it sounds amazing, actually. Uh, so, well, we got stickers and business cards and all that stuff. If you want to grab one. All right. Start out with uh, what's your name and where you're from. Uh, my name's uh, Mitch Phillips, and I'm from Carmel, Indiana. And uh, I would like to be Naruto from Naruto. Awesome, cool. Well, thanks for stopping by, man. I appreciate it. All right, go ahead and uh, tell us your name and where you're from. My name is Peter O'Coffer from here in Indianapolis. All right, well, welcome to PopCon. And uh, we're asking people a favor or uh, a TV or movie character or universe they would want to be or be in. Uh, which one Which one would you be? Batman. I was a Hulk Batman fan growing up, and Batman just has the best rogues gallery He's a you know a tycoon and there's just a lot. He lives a very interesting life, so that would be mine. That's a very good. That's a very good one. You get all the gadgets, all that stuff. Uh, Follow up question: Favorite Batman villain? Oh God, the Joker. <laughs> the Joker and Darth Vader, the best, best, two best villains of all time. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Good answer. All right. Well, we're going to start. Okay. Uh, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Zachary Moore. I'm from Crawfordsville, Indiana. And uh, if you could be any fictional character from a TV show or a movie, who would you be? Um, I would be Ken Pachi Saraki. He's from Bleach, and he's a legendary swordsman. Awesome. That sounds pretty cool. Why would you be him? That sounds a little risky, being a swordsman. Um, I'd be him because he's got incredible brute strength, and no matter what, he's always tough. Cool. Sounds like he can handle himself. All right, man. Well, thanks for stopping by. Uh, thank you. All right, well, uh, why don't you tell us your name and where you're from? Uh, my name's Tyler. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Right on. All right, great. Welcome to PopCon. And uh, we're asking everyone what, fi- what fictional character or fictional universe they would want to be a part of. And uh, your Twitter handle has Lannister in it, and you're wearing, a, you're wearing a thing for Winter is Coming for Game of Thrones. Would your answer be the Game of Thrones slash A Song of Ice and Fire universe? Because that would be a little dodgy. Uh, what, uh, what's your answer? Well, probably yes, Game of Thrones, because I do love that world, but I'd probably have to watch my neck because I'm too nice a guy, uh, much like uh, some of the people that do get killed off in that show. Um, but, yeah, probably Game of Thrones. I'd probably want to be part of the Night's Watch. Inter- very interesting <laughs> answer. Um, <laughs> nice. So you never want to get laid again? Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, much like Jon Snow at the beginning of the book, uh, I'm not worried about such things. Sure thing, sure thing. All right, great. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for stopping by, and we'll tweet out the. Did you give him a ticket? There's your ticket, and we'll we'll be tweeting at about 4:45, and then again at around seven uh, with no, with uh, numbers for the tickets. If your name's called, if you want to stop by and claim your prize, uh, just let uh, stop by. <laughs> Okay, so uh, to start out, where, uh, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Jean Mahoney from Indiana. Okay, cool. And uh, if you could be any character from any TV show or movie, who would you be and why? I would probably be one of the superheroes' pet cats. That way I can spy on them and have all their secrets. 
<laughs> I like it. That's a great answer. Um, which universe would you choose? That's the other part of the question. Uh, you're you're the uh, the spirit from Spirited Away, right? I can't remember the name of the character. That's who you're dressed as. I'm dressed as No Face. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. So, um, all right, that's cool. Well, uh, if you want to write down your name and your Twitter handle, there, we'll uh, we'll let you know whenever this episode comes out, and uh, I'll get you a ticket for the raffle. All right, so uh, why don't you tell us your name and where you're from? My name is Trinity, and I'm from Mason, Ohio. Oh, nice, Ohio. I used to live in uh, Stowe, Ohio, like when I was when I was a kid. Uh, it's kind of up by Cuyahoga Falls. Um, anyway, so we're asking people what their what TV show or movie character they would want to be, or what universe they would want to be in. Uh, so, what what would you be? I want to be R two D two. That is our that's our first Star Wars uh, reference this whole this whole weekend so far. Seriously. Yeah, seriously, and that's a really unique. Uh, that's a really unique, unique choice. That's uh, interesting. I, the reason I want to be R two D two is because if you think about it, without R two, they'd all be dead. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> multiple times over. Yup. So, R two D two is the real hero, of Star Wars guys. But don't tell anybody that. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you excited for the new movies uh, for Episode Seven? Yes. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, thanks for stopping by, and I'll get you your uh, raffle ticket now. Okay, so first of all, what's your name and where are you from? Um, Braden Walker, and I'm from Pendleton, Indiana. Okay, cool, cool. And if you could be any character from any TV show or movie, who would it be? I'd have to choose Batman because because he's a vigilante who took it upon himself to protect the people. Plus, he's rich, so he could fund whatever small projects that he likes to do. Okay, that's a great answer. Follow-up question, which Batman? TV show, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, which one? Um, I'd have to go with Bale. Okay, can't go wrong with Christian Bale. Probably the most best-looking one. Gets the most chicks. Good, good deal. All right, well, uh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. All right, so uh, why don't you start off by telling us uh, your name and where you're from? I'm uh, Brandon Griffin from uh, Goshen, Indiana. Nice, nice. Uh, so we're asking people their favorite uh, or what fictional TV show or movie character they would want to be or fictional universe they would want to be in. So what's your answer? I would probably say uh, Red Hood, like Jason Todd, because just because he's awesome. I mean, he's one of my favorite characters in like the DC universe, and I just think it would be really cool to get to be Jason. Very nice. Good answer. Good answer. And uh, thanks for stopping by. I'll get you a raffle ticket. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Okay, to start out, uh, tell us who you are and where you're from. Well, I'm Brandon. I'm from uh, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Okay, cool. So you traveled. Thanks for thanks for coming all the way up here. Um, so if you could be any character from a movie or TV show, who would you be and why? Or which universe would you be in and why? Well, a universe that I would see myself doing well in would be uh, sort of online. The being trapped in an MMO and seeing where I would rank in that. Can't argue with that. That sounds really awesome. So is it like hand-to-hand combat? Is it guns? Is it magic? It's kind of like a medieval medieval feel to it. But the, the, the twist to this universe is if you die, you're dead permanently. <laughs> wow, that sounds rough. Cool. All right, well, thanks for stopping by, man. I appreciate you interviewing with us. Yeah, no problem. All right, so... <clears throat> all right, um... Uh, well, why don't you start by telling us your name and where you're from and uh, giving us the answer to the question. Uh, my name is Layton. Um, I'm from Indiana. 
And the fictional world that I would like to be in um, would be the Ruby universe. It's so chaotic. It's 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 fun to see. It would be fun to see the monster fights. And overall, it's just filled with nonstop excitement. Very cool. I mean, who wouldn't want to see monster fights like that? Awesome. Okay, first of us, first off, tell us who you are and where you're from. My name's Alyssa Farrell, and I'm from Crystal River, Florida. Oh, cool. So you traveled to get here. We appreciate you coming. Um, if you could be any character from any movie or TV show, who would you be and why? I would be uh, Castiel from Supernatural. That way I could spend all a lot of time with Dean Winchester. Oh, okay. Is he a good-looking guy? Yes, he is. Okay, better than me. Maybe. Oh, okay. I maybe. I got a maybe. That's fine. Um... Okay, well, uh, thank you for stopping by. If you want, you can write your name down here and your Twitter or email, and we will let you know when the episode drops. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you start by uh, telling us your name and where you're from, and then tell us the answer to, your, to the question. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm, in, I'm from Indianapolis, and if I were any movie or TV character, I would probably be um, Ultimate Madoka from Madoka Magica because I really enjoy that spirit of altruism that she basically embodies as a goddess. Nice. That's a good answer. I'm not I'm not very familiar with it, but I, I like the way you said it. <laughs> nice. Okay, so first of all, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Um, my name is Star Fox, and I am from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, is that your birth name, Star Fox? Yes. Yes, it is. Very cool, very cool. Um, so if you could be any TV or movie character from any movie or TV show, who would you be? Um, I would probably be Ezio from Assassin's Creed, even though it's not a movie or TV character, um, a video game character, but I think he's really cool, like being able to climb different places and like being able to do all the cool stunts and stuff. That's a good choice. I bet they'll probably make it into a movie eventually anyways, so... Yeah, it sounds like it'd be a really cool movie if it were made into one. Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. All right, so uh, go ahead and tell us your name and where you're from and then what character or universe you'd want to be in. Uh, I'm Keith. I'm here from Indianapolis. Uh, I'm going to go for the movie Wally because you can eat a cupcake out of a plastic thing and you just kind of sit there all day and it looks like a pretty easy life, so... That is most of most of the time that I spend, so yeah, that's great. That's a great answer. Um, are you a Pixar fan? Sometimes. I uh, have kids, so yeah, I have to watch them. Nice, nice. All right, well, that's a great answer, and I'll get you your raffle ticket, and well, hopefully you'll get something. Okay, to start out with, tell us uh, who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name is Chibi Mantalis. I'm from Arkansas. Cool. So you've traveled all the way from Arkansas to be here? Yes, yes I did. Me and my friends did. It took like 10 hours and a speeding ticket, but we got here. Oh my gosh, speeding ticket sucks. Is there anyone in particular you came here to see, or did you just like pop culture and you wanted to be here? My friend Dallas wanted to come to see Markiplier and them, and I, I have watched them, and I just wanted to tell them that, you know, they're pretty awesome guys. So I wanted to come with her to do that, and everything else here is a plus, because I didn't know about it. Okay, very cool. Well, thanks for coming. We love having you here. Um, did you have an answer for our question about which character you'd be? Malcolm Goodwin from iZombies on the main stage right now for his panel. Classic announcements. Okay, do you know which character you would be? I would want to be Deadpool or Lady Deadpool. <laughs> very cool. Why would you? Why would you be Deadpool? 
because it's Deadpool. Come on. Um, he's the merc with the mouth. He's very fun. He does what he likes to do. And he has fun with it. I mean, he doesn't see the negatives of his life. He just sees, we should do this, we should do this now. And then if it blows up in his face, at least his face comes back. Very cool. Are you really excited for the Ryan Reynolds movie? I am so excited for it. it I was just like so excited. And they're like, yeah, we got to make it PG-13. And I'm like, shenanigans on that. Because I'm not sure if this is PG-13, so I'm not going to cuss. Hopefully. And I'm like, shenanigans against all of you. But there will not be PG-13. He's like, oh, there'll be chimichangas. Ah, it's the only Mexican food I eat. So, yes. Yeah, it's pretty blasphemous to have it be PG-13. I agree. Blasphemous. Very blasphemous. All right, well, thanks for stopping by. I love having you here. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us your name and where you're from and answer our question here. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm from Dublin, Ohio. And my answer to this question is I would love to be Loki from Thor. Nice. I would love to be Loki just because, like, even though I can be really sweet, he's very mischievous and I secretly want to be that way. And, like, he's a character that everyone, like, loves to hate. And I feel like that would be very entertaining to be. Very nice. Uh, which which Marvel movie uh, is your favorite favorite Loki performance? Uh, Loki or uh, Thor, Thor: The Dark World, or Avengers? Definitely Thor: The Dark World. It's just it like I don't know. It just is like more angsty Loki, and it's just great. And I loved um, the blo- the brotherly teamwork at the end when like you think, oh no, like he's betraying his brother. Psych! It's a plan. It's great. <laughs> Absolutely, I love the I love the interplay between them, like the the quips and everything and it's yeah that that's a great answer we haven't had anyone answer loki or or really any marvel uh stuff it's really i think we had one deadpool but uh but yeah (laughs) exactly it's deadpool come on right so all right well thank you so much and uh i'll get you okay first of all uh who's your name and where what's your name and where are you from i am sarah and i'm from anderson indiana Okay, cool. Uh, and do you have an answer for our question? I do. If I could be any fictional character, I would be Becky from um, Clerks 2. Because the way that Dante proposed to her was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I love... That's one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. I love that movie so much. It, it really is. It's definitely my favorite out of all of them. Nice. Nice. Okay, um, so you having fun at the convention so far? I have a movies hat on my head. Of course I am. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Uh, thank you. Uh, tell us your name and where you're from and the answer to the question. I'm Justin. I'm from Kokomo, Indiana, and my answer would be Phil Coulson. He's just he's just one of those guys I relate to because he's kind of nerdy, but when he has to be, he's a major, major BA. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just put it that way. So, But, yeah, that's who I would be. Fantastic! That's a great answer. Uh, have you watched? Have you, do you watch Agents of Shield by oh, chance? Yes. Okay, great. Like I, I love that in the movies. In 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 the movies, he's kind of this kind of kind of a lackey for yeah. Shield, and then and then when when they spoiler alert when they resurrected him for Agents of Shield, he kind of he does this great like. He's he's like he's kind of like a father figure to to the team, and he does all these like nice dad jokes and everything. It's it's it plays so well to it my does. sense of humor. It's it's fantastic. It, it does, and it plays well to mine too. And it's just it, just when I saw the Avengers, and then he died, I'm like, no, you can't do this. And right? then they brought him back, and it's like, okay, good. Yeah. And then and then second season, it's like, where are they going with him? I don't think they really know yet. 
Yeah. So. Same here. And I'm, I'm given the way that it ended. Are you caught up with yes, it? Okay. Yes. The way that it ended, I'm, I'm morbidly excited for the amount of dad jokes that what happened to him is going to bring to the show next yeah. season. It just, it just ruined any chance of me cosplaying him in the, in the future because I got to figure out how do I do it without a hand. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure that one out. But once I get that figured out, we're golden. Nice, yes. Have you seen the guy that's cosplaying as Frank Wilson? Yes. Yes. He's, he, he's got it down pat. He's it's got awesome. It. He's got, I had to do a double take. I'm like, that is too close, and that is too cool. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Still got the hand, though, but, you yeah, know. He's still got the hand, yeah. but we won't deduct points for that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, right, and, uh, yeah. Okay, first of all, uh, tell us what your name is and where you're from. My name's Emily, and I'm from here in Indianapolis. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for coming. Um, do you have an answer to our question? Yeah, I think if I could pick any character, I think I would be Mystique from X-Men because she can shape-shift. She can change her form. I don't remember if in canon she can shift into, like, other creatures as well, but the ability to disguise your parents and shift it and change it in order to suit whatever you need is pretty interesting, and it could come in real handy. Awesome. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, did you read the comics, or do you just like the movies? It's been a long time since I've read the comics, or any of the comics, I should say. I've read a couple. Um, I've watched um, a lot of the older TV shows. My favorite's X-Men Evolution. And I have seen the movies, but they're kind of starting to bug me. I hear you. I hear you on that. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, and thanks for recording with us. Yeah, thank you. You got it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, tell us your name and where you're from and your answer to our question here. I'm AJ Schultz. I'm from Barberton, Ohio, and I would be Sebastian off of Black Butler because he kicks major ass. Nice, very nice. I like that. I like that. Would you like to be on as well? Okay, great. Okay, uh, why don't you tell us what your name is and where you're from? Hi, I'm Josh Cantrell from Bloomington, Indiana. Awesome. Go Hoosiers. Uh, so what was your answer to our question? Uh, I'd have to be Slimer from the Ghostbusters. That's the first time we've heard that. Uh, why would you choose Slimer? Well, I mean, he doesn't really have any other responsibilities, so he can pretty much go where he wants, eat whatever he wants, and, I mean, he's got a sweet bus, too, you know? All right. I can, I can, I can live with that. That's a good answer. Uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us your name and where you're from and uh, the answer to our question here. My name is Tristan, and I am from Ohio, and I would be Spider-Man because he learns so much throughout the whole series, all life lessons, and I feel like if someone went through just what he did, they would be a great person like he was. Nice. That's a good answer. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the news of Spider-Man being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff like that? Have you been following that? Uh, I haven't really been following that, but Spider-Man's one of my favorite superheroes, so I feel pretty good about it. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Abby Hilliard, and I'm from Bargersville, Indiana. Okay, great. Southside. Um, which character would you be from which TV show or movie? Um, from any TV show or movie, I would actually be the childlike empress from The NeverEnding Story, because not only is it a great series of books, but she has power not over only fictional land, but she can also come to the real world as well. That is a great answer. You're right. That's the first time we've heard that. So, All right. Well, thanks for coming out to the con. Are you having fun? I'm having tons of fun. I've never been to something like this before. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for coming, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you. All right. So uh, why don't you tell us your name and where you're from, and then uh, tell us the answer to our question here. The name's Sean. I'm Megastone45. And um, the answer to my question, oh, oh, yeah, and I'm also from Florida, Fort Lauderdale. 
And I'm and the type of fictional character I'd be is Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory, Bazinga. Nice. We have not gotten the Sheldon Cooper yet. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. To start out with, why don't you tell us what your name is and where you're from? Uh, I'm Elijah, and I'm from Indianapolis. Okay, cool. And uh, if you could be any TV character from any TV show or movie, who would you be and why? Uh, probably Spider-Man, because uh, he's a superhero, and everyone loves a good superhero. And also, he's just pretty cool how he like gets bitten by the spider, and that scientifically changes him, and... He gets to go around and jump on things and throw string from his hands. Or, so, Awesome. Can't argue with that. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by, man. I appreciate you doing it. Uh, thank you for letting me talk on the podcast. And that'll do it for our Indie PopCon episodes. Next week we'll be back with the Vault, Mo- Vault Movies 3 episode that we recorded with Mike before he left on his sabbatical from the podcast. And also later this week uh, we'll have a Game of Thrones Season 5 bonus episode uh, for you. So uh, once again before we go, I just want to thank everyone at Indie PopCon who came to visit us and everyone that is that put it together and made for just a really, really fun weekend. And uh, also, I'm about to play a final clip from PopCon that is uh, Robert and Peter Feckus talking about Jurassic World. Just so you know, there's some spoilers in that. So um, if you haven't seen Jurassic World yet and you don't want it to get spoiled, go ahead and turn off the episode now. And uh, thanks for listening. And... uh, yeah we'll see you next year at popcon and also a bunch of podcast episodes after that really right now i'm just stalling so that you can turn off the podcast if you don't want to get jurassic world spoiled um all right well thanks for listening so we've got robert feckus and peter are you going to want to throw in on this too all right so we got robert and peter feckus uh here to talk about their feelings toward jurassic world um, so here you go. What do you guys? What did you guys think? It was awful, and one of the, one of the many things I had wrong with it. There's several scenes that just were ridiculous to me. First of all, the uh, climatic raptor. Let's go hunt the giant Indominus Rex scene, where they're running after it, and then the Indominus Rex is like, "Oh, language between raptors. Turn on Chris Pratt right now. Oh, good idea," says the raptors. Another thing, when the pterodactyls get released, who's feeding these pterodactyls? Apparently their job is not really working out because the first thing they do is go start and just randomly killing these people. Like, I don't see them just randomly killing things for sport. That's ridiculous. And as far as the Indominus Rex, oh my God. You're telling me this dinosaur knows he's being watched by thermal cameras masks his thermal character cameras, scratches the wall to make a diversion so he can escape. It's like the Einstein of dinosaurs. No, it's it's ridiculous. And the in the at the very end, which made me so angry besides the uh, the water monster saving the day was when the raptors have them trapped at the visitor center area, Indominus Rex just comes out of behind a building and I just I felt like he should have said now I have you where I want you. Because he has that look on his face. He's like, walks up and goes, ha, ah, you're trapped now. 
It, overly ridiculous. Definitely nuke the fridge on that one. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I could go on for hours about my disgust for this movie. My biggest points were Chris Pat is from the Navy, so what made him a dinosaur trainer? How did he have any knowledge as far as dinosaurs go? Um, if the Indominus Rex was basically a sociopath because it was raised from birth in complete isolation, how did he know how to talk, communicate with the Velociraptors? That made no sense. In the very end... That's a good point. I never thought about that. In the very end... When, after everybody, after the Mosasaurus eats the Indominus and they all gang up on him, when the, the, the Tyrannosaurus gives the, gives the raptor the we're all good nod, and then the raptor turns around to Chris Pratt and gives the we're all good bro nod, I lost my mind. I literally shouted in the theater. I was so angry. So, for that reason and so many more, it was a horrible, horrible movie. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I wouldn't go so far as to say it was a horrible movie, but... It had its popcorn fun, but my main thing I keep going back to is that it didn't have the sense of wonder and the spectacle of like the like the John Hammond esque ness of its uh, trademark word obsessiveviewer.com. Uh, yeah, that, that was my main cons- main problem with it. So yeah. Thank you for listening to the Obsessive Viewer, presented by obsessiveviewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast app. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. You can email the hosts individually at matt, tiny, or mike at obsessiveviewer.com or send an email to the podcast in general at podcast at obsessiveviewer.com. Check out the Obsessive Viewer blog at obsessiveviewer.com, where we post movie and TV reviews, and the occasional editorial about the business of entertainment. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer, and follow us on Twitter at obsessiveviewer, at obsessivetiny, and at IamMikeWhite. If you want more obsessive content in your life, check out our sister site, obsessivebooknerd.com, for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the podcatcher of your choice. Again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Be excellent to each other. This is Matt Hurd at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. We're at Indie PopCon. At the Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, Indiana. United States of America. North America. Planet Earth. The solar system. Milky Way, bitch. The universe. Checkmate. Checkers. King me. And scene. (laughs) 